did things that we probably shouldn't have. We made things work that probably shouldn't have, but we didn't really have a lot of alternatives. You know, it was like, we're going to make this work. And a lot of times when you're, you know, when you don't know what you're doing, that's one of the best, um, that's one of your biggest assets sometimes that you don't mm. know all the things that you should know. And people are like, aren't you scared? And you're like, scared of what? Like, I don't, I don't know anything. Right. Like, yeah. so a lot of times, you know, that's your biggest weakness is that you have no experience and that you have no, um, you know, no, no experience. You don't have any contacts. You don't have any formal education in this thing. But a lot of times that's your best asset is that your weakness is your strength and, and your strength can be the fact that you don't know any better. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy and her team down at Tranquil Turtle Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. My wife and I see her and her team every single month for couples massage, and I'm telling you, it is the best thing ever. She specializes in Hanu infusion, Hanu ashiatsu, guasha, and manual lymphatic drainage. If you need a massage to get you feeling good and relaxed, make sure to reach out to Tracy and her team down at Tranquil Turtle Massage. Also mention that I sent you, and you get 25 bucks off your massage packet. Also check out CBA Brows and Body Ink, where Tracy offers the best tattoo brows and plasma fibroblasting tightening with the first ever Aurora Pro Plasma Titan Machine, not a plasma pen. And don't forget to tell Tracy that I sent you to save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows or plasma tightening. Tom, you're a husband, your dad, fishing guide, entrepreneur, podcast host, your co-host of Saltwater Experience, your creator of Waypoint TV, and so much more, man. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, let's go back a little bit. I, you grew up in Chattanooga. Uh, what was Charlotte like for you? Man, I was uh, I was very fortunate. I, I come from a from a good family. My my parents spent a lot of time with me. My sisters were a little bit older than me, so they kind of got out of the house as I was entering high school. And okay. kind of spent all of that time from six through 12th grade kind of by myself at the house, kind of, which was good and bad, you know, sure. <laughs> didn't have <laughs> sure. my sisters anymore, but, um, I was an athlete, uh, spent a lot of time with wrestling and my dad and I would fish some, but, uh, it wasn't until later that I really developed the, the bug for fishing, you know, and that was like when I was probably, uh, a, a freshman in college and okay. I spent a a summer in Yellowstone National Park, which that did it. Um, after that, I was I was hooked, and that was my that's that's what I've been doing since. Come on, yeah, I was gonna say because you, you you worked in Yellowstone, and then you were a guide on a drift boat for seven years. You end up moving to Key West. You spent a year learning the water before you even brought on a paid customer, which I think is awesome. It, it seems like you're always trying to improve and and level up in life. There, while spending that year just to learn your craft, what was that biggest lesson that you learned? Uh, be patient. Yeah. Uh, be patient if you're not ready. Um, fortunately, I was in a good place to be patient. Not I've, not everyone's always in that in that place, but um, I didn't have any bills. I was able to take the money that I had that I would make in the summertime, and it could kind of tide me over. Very meager budget, but it you know I didn't have to take money for for customers at the time. And so it was a little bit of advice that people had given me was you know don't don't start taking customers until you feel like you're ready. And I didn't even feel like I was ready at the time that I took my first customer um, and was kind of pressured into it. And then we went out that day and um, had one of the best days I've ever had in my entire guiding career. So I guess I was I guess I was ready. Um, but what that did was start my career off with a really good 
you know, good reputation as opposed to starting off, you know, kind of struggling and yeah. um, waiting and being patient. That's that's probably the lesson I learned from that. Wow. Man, that's that's awesome. You know, and, and then I was, I was reading through your story there. You and your business partner, you guys start this production company without really knowing, you know, much about it. You create and you sell and you have it distributed to shows like ESPN and OLN Networks there. But these aren't like one or two season shows. These are like Saltwater Experience been on air for 17 years. Blue ran for 14. I mean, Sweetwater ran for 11. How have you been able to accomplish the success that you have with these shows? Um, well, it uh, it all starts... Um, the whole reason that we got started with it is because I didn't want to be on the road doing tournaments anymore. I wanted to be home with my with my family. Yeah. So when you have a reason why like that, it makes a it makes a big difference in the outcome, I think. And, you know, a lot of people say, you know, it's it's all about your why or whatever. But my why was that I wanted to be at home with my family. And so it's kind of one of those burn the boats kind of things where you just you're going to make this happen. And. that's exactly what we did. We made tons of mistakes. We, we did things that we probably shouldn't have. We made things work that probably shouldn't have, but we didn't really have a lot of alternatives. You know, it was like, we're going to make this work. And a lot of times when you're, you know, when you don't know what you're doing, that's one of the best, um, that's one of your biggest assets sometimes that you don't Mm. know all the things that you should know. And people are like, aren't you scared? And you're like, scared of what? Like, I don't, I don't know anything. Right. Like, yeah. so a lot of times, you know, that's your biggest weakness is that you have no experience and that you have no, um, you know, no, no experience. You don't have any contacts. You don't have any formal education in this thing. But a lot of times that's your best asset is that your weakness is your strength and, and your strength can be the fact that you don't know any better. Right. You just mm. go, go in and do things that other people wouldn't, wouldn't even think about doing because you don't know any better and that's kind of how we got started in the tv in the tv world we just felt like you know if we want to continue doing what we're doing which was acquiring sponsorship and having these companies pay us outside of our daily guiding we were getting paid to do tournaments but that was taking us on the road all over the place like a professional bass fisherman or a rodeo cowboy or anybody that does something like that you're on the road all the time and i didn't want to do that so we turned that into a television show and um, never looked back, you know. And then after that one was successful, we started another one, which was a slightly different format with different different hosts. We my show is inshore show, so we fish inshore saltwater, bonefish permit, tarpon, those type of fish. And then there's a whole other world of marlin, sailfish, dolphin, tuna, that kind of world that we don't do every day. But there are certainly lots of professionals that do. So we got two other hosts, and they did a similar format show. That's into the blue, and it's still running. And then, um, then we thought, well, if that works in inshore fishing and offshore fishing, why wouldn't it work in bass fishing? So we start that, and that that ran for 11 years. That was the first one. Uh, that one we discontinued this year. It kind of ran its course, and then almost immediately we were able to start another show called Life on the Water. So, um, you know, I, I just think that your weakness is your strength, and in this case, that that definitely definitely played out. I love it. Uh, you know, the, just the whole mistakes thing and you're learning as you go, man. And, and, you know, diving into things without knowing everything is, is so, it, it's scary, but it's like, that's the only way to get going on things. You know, if you really want something, you just go for it. Um, I actually just did fly fishing for the first time two weeks ago. I had never done it before. Uh, caught a little, um, they called it a cut bow. 
okay, um, up yeah. here in Idaho. So it was a good 12 yeah. incher and caught it off a kayak. And I was like, man, this is awesome. I'll take them online three times that day. So I'll, I'll call you're that a, a win. You're <laughs> in a great place, man. Idaho. I mean, I wasn't very far from that. I was down in the southern part of Idaho there on the south fork of the Snake River where I got where I got started. But you just have some tremendous fishing there and, and hunting opportunities. Um, yeah, you should definitely get into it. Yeah, it's it was fun. I, I definitely am gonna, I think, make the switch over, uh, you know, from from normal fly uh, fishing to to the fly fishing. I really enjoyed it. It was it was a great time there. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I noticed too is like in entrepreneurship, the word necessity always seems to be a word that comes up over and over again. And and your website says out of necessity, you and your partner Rich uh, created a digital network called Waypoint TV. Yep. Why did you decide to start Waypoint? And for those who don't know, what is Waypoint TV? Well, Waypoint TV is a digital network. Um, so, you know, a conventional television network would be ABC, NBC, CBS, ESPN. Um, you know, they have big buildings. They have lots of people that work there. A digital network, um, we, can, we can program a feed. We can uh, do it basically on our kitchen table and not have all of the overhead there. There's a lot of other things that go on in the, with the digital network. There's different advertising opportunities there, which are really exciting, um, where you can advertise digitally like you can advertise on the Internet, where if you and I both go to the Wall Street Journal or whatever, you see a different ad than I see, right? right. That, that can happen on streaming services as well, and it's getting more and more and more sophisticated. So the, the, the tendency for a lot of people is to cut the cable, uh, because it's very expensive. Young people don't even watch TV that way anymore. Things like Netflix and other things are getting more and more uh, popular. And um, so out of necessity, the necessity was that our television ratings were dropping, not because our television show wasn't as good as it once was, but because people are just cutting the cable and people are just not watching TV the way that they once were. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, okay, well, YouTube is possibly a solution um, but we couldn't protect our sponsors, so we make all of our, our income through sponsor-driven things. So they pay us, we use their products on our television show, and we provide sponsor exclusivity on television. So if we have one outboard motor company, another outboard motor company can't buy a commercial on our show, right? So that's kind of how it works. It's this ex exclusivity, which is really, really important. And on YouTube, there was no way to to provide that for our sponsors. So right. somebody could be paying a lot of money. Another person could pay pennies on the dollar and advertise on the same show. So that didn't really work for us. So mm -hmm. the necessity was we need to find a place where people are going to watch. We could provide category exclusivity and we could capture these viewers that are cutting the cable. And mm -hmm. so we didn't see any other way to do it. We looked around. We would have been happy to use somebody else's platform. We really looked and looked and looked and looked. And uh, nothing was really fitting the, 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 the need. And mm -hmm. so we just built it ourselves. Again, like, just like we did with the television show, we didn't know any better. If we, I had known now what I, <laughs> you know, or if I had known then what I know now about how expensive it could be and how problematic the apps can be to, to build and maintain, you know, we might have thought differently about it, but we just <laughs> sure. launched right into it. And, uh, you know, we've we've um, been very fortunate because on in the process of building what we thought was just going to be a, a destination app where people could watch outdoor programming. Um, uh, lots of other things have happened, like a whole new industry of of 
uh, platforms like Samsung Plus TV, Pluto, Zumo, Tubi, all of these different services that have live feeds, um, we're looking for content and we have mm. content and we are a digital distribution platform. And so we did deals with all of these different networks. And actually that turns into our most number of eyeballs, our biggest revenue source. And, um, and it was not planned. It was just something that along the way, we saw an opportunity, made a pivot and said, you know what? The, the road we're on is a good one. We need to stay on that road, but let's look over here and see what this is. And luckily, we, we did that early, very early, and got in on the ground floor with Samsung Plus TV and many other services. And uh, it's been fantastic for all of the different producers that are on our platform and ourselves included uh, to be able to capture those eyeballs that are leaving conventional television and moving over to services like this. Hmm. Come on. I love that. And I'm one of those guys who, who did. I shut off the cable 10 years ago, man, and, and just use specific streaming services. Now, you know? <laughs> hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Look, I wanted to tell you about a company I've been working with. They are amazing. If you are a podcaster, a motivational speaker, or a podcast host, and you're absolutely crushing it, you need to be featured in Newswire Magazine. Newswire Magazine is a cutting edge business publication that shares stories of entrepreneurs, business leaders, and other high achievers who are crushing it in life and in business. It's the preeminent publication for entrepreneurs who are making a tremendous impact. Every article is seen by thousands of readers daily, so being featured in the magazine is a massive personal branding opportunity. Not only will you get massive traffic and SEO benefit from being featured in Newswire Magazine, but you'll also get instant credibility and authority. See if you qualify to be featured in Newswire Magazine today. Uh, you know, I was looking at your, you have a, a personal record of working 175 days straight and then doing an, an immediate 125 days after that. I, I worked 65 days straight in my early twenties and I thought that was a lot, but like for you, like you credit that, that being able to do that to your daily training, what did your daily training look like? And, and how do you work out on the mindset side of things? Cause that's mm, a mental good, toll that you have to take. Good question. Um, well, I think pretty much everything that, that I do physically, uh, benefits my mind. You know, yeah. I think that I, I choose I choose very difficult workouts uh, purposefully to, you know, do something that makes you kind of uncomfortable every single day. And my training is kind of a mix between CrossFit and SEAL Fit, um, Go Ruck kind of training where, you know, depending on you know, a lot of times we'll put an event out there that I want to I want to do. I've done SEAL Fit Kokoro and Go Ruck Selection. Uh, lots of different CrossFit events, or maybe it'll be the CrossFit Open or whatever. And I like to, maybe even running races. And I like to have something on the horizon that I'm training for. And that kind of, you know, keeps me disciplined and keeps me um, motivated to get to the start line of that marathon or get to the start line of that race or be in the CrossFit event or, you know, do something like Seal Fit Kokoro. And then just be prepared for that. And, and then um, each of those things are similar enough to what I was doing when I was a professional fishing guide that it just immediately had, had um, transfer over to what mm. I'm doing. So if I'm, you know, in good enough shape to go to seal fit Kokoro, I'm certainly in good enough shape to, to be a fishing guide. Sure. And uh, <laughs> I mean, but the fishing guide, you know, a lot of people don't understand what, what the, the physical requirements are to the type of fishing that we were doing. I mean, I'm in a 16 foot boat with somebody on the bow. I'm pushing the boat all day long with a, with a 21 foot pole. 
and it's windy, there's current, it's very physically phys- physically challenging. And to wow. do that one day is something to do it 10 days in a row is something to do it 100 days in a row. That's pretty tough. Um, 175, I don't know if that was my limit, but that was that just kind of happened that way because in the Florida Keys, we, we have a lot of weather issues. You know, there are days where you cancel. And uh, that particular year, I just said, you know what, I'm just not going to take any days off. We, we cancel a lot. So I'm just going to book every single day and I'll cancel when the weather's bad. That's when I'll rest is when the weather's bad. And yeah. so that's what happened in that particular year. You know, we got 175 days of fishable days right in a row, which is, you know, that's that's not that common. I mean, you you know, as a fishing guide, you're you're canceling days based upon your customers' expectations, your uh, safety on on other things like that. But if you got people that are that are ready to go and they say, "Look, I'd rather," I know we don't have much of a chance of catching any fish today, but I'd rather go out there than sit in my hotel room. I came all the way down here to Key West, like. Let's go. I don't care if we catch anything. So if, if that's the expectation and you say, okay, you know, I mean, I can keep you safe. I don't know that we're going to catch anything. Uh, <laughs> sure. we'll, we'll go. And, and you know what? More times than not, we did catch fish. And, and it's one of those kind of things where you don't know until you go. And then yep. when you do go, it's a lot harder work when it's blowing 35 miles an hour than it is when it's blowing five. But, you know, you can actually make things happen on days like that. And more often than not, you're glad you went. Yeah. What was the time of break between the 175 and the 125 start? One day. One day. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One day and right back at it. You know, Come Key West on. is a very expensive place to live. And I was yeah. down there as a fishing guide trying to raise a family um, of three, my three kids and, my, and then my wife. And uh, my wife stayed home with the kids. She didn't work. So our, my sole income was, was being a fishing guide. And, um, man, we needed every day we could get. It's it's really expensive there. I mean, it'd be, you know, like living in California or New York or somewhere. I mean, I, I think that it's probably competitive to the rents and, and what you see in a place like that. And um, I don't know. I just felt like you got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work. <laughs> totally. Um, man. <laughs> but I, I don't know if I answered the, the mental part of the training. And, and I learned a lot about the mental part of training from the Seal yeah. Fit guys and from the go ruck selection and um just i think creating workouts that are really really challenging has been incredibly good for my mental state and my mental toughness of being able to 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 transfer that into a daily daily life like you got something going on you're about to make a difficult phone call you're about to I don't know, have a difficult conversation with someone. Well, it's not going to be as hard as what we did this morning. Sure. You know, and if you can do that, then you can do pretty much anything. And mm. Yeah. And you I, post those daily videos online on a, on a blog. I'll share the link down below. It's great stuff, sure. man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I'm a big podcaster. been doing it since 2017. I love podcasting to connect with people like you. Uh, but you created the Tom Rowland podcast, which has been downloaded over a million times, which is Awesome. And it's a great show. People need to be checking out your show there. Thank you. Why did you decide to start the podcast? What's the mission of your podcast there? The mission of my podcast was to talk to people that I'm interested in talking to. You know, it, it, and, you know, I, I follow these people online and I'm like, that is a that is a pretty interesting person, it, whether it's because they started a really cool business or they're a professional athlete or uh, a UFC fighter or some kind of 
fisherman that's in my space that I know, but I haven't ever had the chance to meet. And to call these people up out of the blue and just want to have an hour long conversation with them is honestly, it's kind of weird. And to, (laughs) to, uh, to have a podcast and to help them spread their message of whatever that is, is a lot more inviting. And Mm -hmm. so the podcast for me has definitely been somewhat of a selfish pursuit um, that I want to have these conversations. I'm interested in these people. This gives me an outlet for that. It gives me an outlet for creativity. And, you know, with the television show, we, I have all of those elements with the television show. But let's just say we film a television show today. And that television show is going to get edited. And then there's a, there's a, a schedule of delivery. So what we film today might not air for six months or a year yeah, and sometimes even longer than that. Like if we filled up our entire season for, and there's only 12 shows in a year. So let's just say we finish, we finish filming those 12 shows. Well, we still have four days of filming left, Well, we're going to bank those shows for the following year. So sometimes we film and it doesn't come on the air for two years. Wow. And so there's a real um, long turnover between mm-hmm okay, this is a really cool story with a really cool person, or this is this particular thing is happening right now. And not to see that on TV for another two years is, is kind of hard, right? For your, for your creative, you know, outlet and the podcast. I mean, you and I could have this conversation right now and I could release this as a podcast in 15 minutes if I wanted sure. to. And that is a much quicker turnover. And, um, you know, it's funny because I do kind of the same thing with the podcast. I've, right now, I've probably got 25 of them that I've already recorded that are waiting to be published. But yeah. if I wanted to, I could turn over way more and turn sure. them over way faster. And I do like that very much. I like mm-hmm. to help other people get their message out, too. I think that's what you're doing. Um, you know, in, in the description of your podcast, it's about helping other people to 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 get noticed. And, and you know, good for you, man. That's That's awesome. I think when you help other people, you're 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 definitely on the road to getting what you want as well you know sure yep yep absolutely like jim Rohn said man help enough people get what they want you'll get what you want right that's exactly right <laughs> that's exactly right as we're getting closer to the end of 2022 and heading into 2023 like what are you most excited about right now uh right now i'm most excited about coming to your area almost my boys both i have two boys that live in bozeman montana they both uh one has graduated from montana state the other one is at montana state and uh we have an annual elk hunting trip and uh last year was the first year that we have been successful uh, okay at, we've, we've done it for five years bow hunting for elk as you probably know it's a very difficult pursuit and to do it by yourself, uh, unguided on public land, is really, really tough. And so for five years, we had a lot of close calls. We had a lot of um, uh, very exciting moments, but we never closed the deal. And last year, we finally did. And it was, it was an emotional, um, incredible experience. And we're getting ready to do that again. So that is probably what I'm the most excited about right now is that trip, because that's going to happen in a week. And then again, a couple of weeks later, we're going to do two, two okay. uh, trips this year. And, um, and then after that, you know, we have a lot of production uh, to do for the television shows. And we have a new show that we're, we're producing. I just went to Alaska to, to uh, shoot the first couple of shows there. And so between the television production and this elk hunting trip, and then a lot of things going on with Waypoint, 
it's a very exciting time in my life at a time when, you know, I thought maybe I'd be slowing down a little bit because my, my kids are all, they, you know, all three of my kids now are at either out of college or in college. So they're out of the house. And, um, I thought that would be a time of, of slowing down, but it doesn't seem like that. it seems like it's going as fast as it can go right now. Mm, yeah, my kids are nine and 12 and, and man, that I feel like every year goes faster and faster. They just started school this week. I'm like, oh man, I can't believe you're already in sixth grade. You know? Yeah, I know. That's what old people <laughs> told us when we were kids. And, and you're like, ah, what do you mean time goes faster as you get older? Well, it, right. it, it does. That's those old people were right. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Totally, man. Uh, Tom, you're an absolute world changer, man. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day. This is an absolute amazing show and I'm excited to share this with everybody. Really appreciate your time, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey, thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to take a listen or watch. It's truly an honor to be able to speak with such amazing guests, and I hope that they've made an impact on your life in some way, shape, or form. And you can do me one big favor. That would be huge. Click that subscribe button, and then second favor, hit that share button. Thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate you. Keep changing the world. I believe in you.